You are listening to Freedom Wranglers and I am Chanda. I'm so excited about this portion of what's happening. We can't wait to jump right in. So here we go. Why don't you saddle up, sit back and get ready to help us wrangle some freedom. Hey, Jamie, do you like corn? Um, well, I do. I do like corn. Do you <laughs> like, like the Do you like the corn song on TikTok? Oh my gosh. That is the thing that is going viral right now. And I, I will refuse to use that background. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do it. How do you like corn? Because corn's sweet. I'm like, please make it stop. I mean, the interview with the little boy is absolutely adorable. I don't know if you've seen the original. The original is so stinking cute. And then somebody took it and they auto-tuned it. And now they've got this, I like corn song out there that is like, and then they have the whole like uh what's it called filter and you can look like a giant piece of corn <laughs> I, they, and then they put it together and you're just like no 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 i'm i'm done i i'm like i'm not interested i'm not interested i'm, I'm like pass it by <laughs> it's like that one with like you know my money don't jiggle jiggle and you're like dude I, oh. if i hear this one more time we're one I more know. time i'm gonna scream i know I you know, know, any video that had it, I reached the place where I just skipped it. I wouldn't even give them the time of day. Yeah. No view. Goodbye. But um, I just thought it was funny because like our neighbor brought us corn recently and I was like, oh, oh. thanks. And then of course I'm thinking about that song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your corn. You're like, oh, TikTok song. I could have done a TikTok about this. Listen, even Michael Bublé, and I love a good Bublé. Like, I like to listen to his music. He's got such a smooth voice, especially his Christmas albums. I'm drinking a Bublé bubbly. So, <laughs> but he even did a TikTok on it. I was like, oh, no, really? It was a wah, wah, wah. Anyways, moving right along. What is happening in today's world? Well, yesterday was a big day globally. We lost the longest reigning monarch of all time. Is it Queen Queen? Elizabeth II? Man. Her Majesty. She was an absolute gem. And Jamie and I were talking about this yesterday, just about different things, you know, um, that. My mother-in-law is a royalist, as they are called. And that is someone who specializes in the royal family. And for those of you who do not know, my mother-in-law is English. um, And she is a very proud 85, almost 86-year-old woman. And she tap danced with a group of other girls before the queen one time. Nice. Yes. She had an audience with the queen. She was tap dancing. So that's a pretty cool little thing. Um, And she has books that she has collected. She was telling me yesterday because I spoke to her. I said, how you doing? I know that you were, you know, a great respecter of Queen Elizabeth. And she said, I'm okay. I'm very sad. And um, she told me she has all these books because what they do is whenever the royal family would take a trip, they would create a book of photographs and talk about it. So she has all of these. Are you ready? From 1947 to today. Wow. Right. I mean, so, so many. I was like, holy moly, Betty, that's a lot. Her name is Elizabeth as well, by the way. I sometimes think that she might be related to the queen because she does act a bit, as we would call it, posh. She's a bit posh. 
Um, Er is how she will, she'll say that she'll say, because that's how the queen would say it. We would all joke around and practice Er because the queen's English is a little bit different than the standard English of a Londoner or a Cockney accent, which is quite terrible. So, um, anyhow, it's a great loss, but Queen Elizabeth was very good friends with Billy Graham. And when Billy Graham would go to the UK, she requested that he come and have lunch with her and spend time. And he was her spiritual advisor. I know that there were many times that they talked about their faith and Christianity together. So um, that is, it's a new era. Yeah, it is. Prince Charles is no longer prince. He is king. King. His coronation will be taking place. I'm not sure when. I'd have to look that up. But a lot of people in America want to know what's going to happen. Yes, exactly. That's that's what I've been hearing on the radio. And I've been one. I was like, you know what, Tony, you should really share since you have more of uh, a perspective, a better perspective than us Americans on um, what we think is going to happen mm. now that uh, we see that. Charles is kind of, he leans more to the Green New Deal and he's kind of more on that. He's not he's mm-hmm. not conservative like his mother. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, oh no, everything's gonna fall. So we're thinking things aren't gonna get better, but right. You were telling telling me Yeah, that. it's just, you know, so I think the thing is is that the royals, this is the first and foremost, they're a monarchy, but they have no say in government. So they they're not making the rules. They're not laying it out um, and they're not having conversations with the prime minister or anybody in government as to what rules they want put in place. It's just not happening. And there's this misconception that the royals rule and they reign and they make all the laws and they don't. So from that perspective, legal like legally or the running of the country. Yeah, things changing there. I mean, I believe that they've just gotten a new prime minister. Um, you know, Boris Johnson stepped down, so there's some transitions that are happening yeah, um, right. in their government. But when it comes to the royals, no, that's not that's not happening. Now, where I think that people may find it interesting is I'd like to see what's Charles' stance going to be on Harry and Meghan, because. Mm-hmm. You know, Harry gave up his royal status for Meghan, walked away from it, and they got real huffy when, sorry, I don't know if you guys use that word over here. We use that in Britain, huffy. It's like you get upset, you get a bit huffy. So they got a little bit huffy and upset in the respects that um, when they came back to the UK, the royal family would not provide their security for them. Well, you gave up your royal status, therefore you don't get the perks of being a royal in the UK any longer. Mm. And um, the queen stuck to her guns on that. She was like, no. So my question, my curiosity, and my thoughts are, that'll be interesting, is more to see what King Charles is going to do in reference to his children. Will he reinstate Harry as a royal? Or will he still leave him out there? Will he accommodate them when they come to the UK? I just don't know. It's very interesting because she would make those decisions that pertain to the family. They are philanthropists. Um, they Their specialty is charity. That's what their specialty is. And everybody knows that from watching Princess Diana. She right. was the best at that. But that's their job. 
is to be philanthropists. Mm -hmm. So if you're male, you have two responsibilities in that family. One is to join the military at some point and serve your country. And then the second is to do philanthropy. When you come out of the military, you are supposed to do charitable events. It's really, yeah, they don't have anything to do with government. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that the world has anything to worry about in my Mm -hmm. personal opinion. I think everybody just needs to take a deep breath. Yeah. A great woman has died. And, you know, it's interesting, though, that you said that Boris Johnson, you said he had stepped down and that's the prime minister. So, yeah, don't they have a lot of uh, governmental say on things? So Boris Johnson does, um, you know, because he was the prime minister, but he has there is a new there's a new leader. Her name is Liz Truce. So, or trust. Well, she'll be no Margaret Thatcher, will she? (laughs) No. So she's won the contest to, this was four days ago. She won the contest to replace Boris Johnson as the conservative party leader and the prime minister. So he made the decision to step down about three weeks ago or so, but he said he would stay in place until they found the next person to lead the party. She has stepped up. That's who's in place. And that's where they're at right now. That's, you know, the government of the UK as is. Um, So we'll see what what happens there. I don't know. I've heard rumblings that it's not a great situation, but I just don't know. I can't speak to that until later. And, you know, I try not to speak. I will say this. I try not to speak about the government of another country that I'm not a citizen of. I will only speak to facts that I read and say, well, I read this, but I'm not going to share my opinion because I don't have a right to share an opinion about the UK's government and what they're doing and what they're not doing um, because I'm not a legal citizen to vote. Just as my husband doesn't, he'll share his private opinions about things that go on in America with me, but he's not going to say certain things in public because again, he's not an American citizen and it's not his, he doesn't have the right to vote and make those choices. So I try not to weigh in on their government because I didn't vote when I lived there. I lived there for 10 years, but I wasn't a citizen. I had a green card. So, well, this is a big deal because the queen was a lot of people. That's all they've ever known was this monarch. Uh, gosh, that's almost a hundred years. Yeah, 96 years. I believe she was 21 at the time. Oh my gosh, she was just a baby. I mean, 21 years old, you know, and uh, being a monarch of, you know, England. And it's just, it's a long time. And so, you know, when I, I kind of got a little teary eyed when I saw them put the sign up on the gate and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that. this is like history right here. Mm -hmm. Like this is history Mm -hmm. in the making where they, the last time that that happened was when her father passed. That's right. That's right. So she she was 25. I, I stand corrected. She was 25. 25. That's still, that's, yeah. that's a heavy load to bear at 25. Yeah. You know, um, and her father didn't even want to be king. So her being queen was just a very crazy turn of events that we won't go down history's path right now, but um Yeah. 70 years. It's an unbelievable time. It's the only monarch my mother-in-law has known. And you got to think about, she got them through World War II. World War II was terrible, Mm -hmm. terrible in that nation, you know? Um, And she was a part of, of that whole process. So she, she had, what she had to deal with was the aftermath of World War II. 
So she became queen in 1952 and was dealing with the those residuals because the UK was just like most places in Europe destroyed because of World War II. So it's so interesting. And I think, you know, and I, the, the history, but then I also look at the aesthetics and I, I look at the castles and I look at her in her beautiful robes and her outfits, just, just so magnificent. And I, I just yeah. appreciate the beauty and the, and the, the jewelry and just all it is. That's what I've really have enjoyed about watching her is sure. her just just being so decked out you oh, know yeah yeah and it, there's nothing more beautiful than seeing um a woman with all her beautiful jewels on and her beautiful dresses her gowns and her robes and uh-huh. it, it's elegant you know it's it, it, it to me that's the aesthetic things mm. I, I just find that so pleasing Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. And that is, you know, those are the, the wonderful things that you look at and you think it's the class. Yeah. And and uh, no disrespect to America, but America lacks some class sometimes. Mm -hmm. It it lacks a little bit of um, manners. We lack some manners over here sometimes, you Mm -hmm. know? And uh, so I look at that and you see class, you see education, you see proper upbringing and it's, it's going to be, I mean, it is, it's one of those things that it is very sad, you know, mm-hmm. um, she did, uh, she passed away in Scotland at Melmoral Castle. I've been up there and it's stunning, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. They loved to vacation in Scotland. Uh, and she was an, Hey, listen, she was an avid, this woman would go out and hunt. She, she had a shotgun. Mm. I mean, she, there are things about her that, you know, people don't really take into effect. She loved horses Mm -hmm. and breeding horses was one of her big things. And of Mm -hmm. course you have the corgis. So, you know, I believe she is with the Lord in heaven and mm. as we talked about on our other podcast she's most likely laid her crown at his feet already oh, yeah it's so sweet yeah so sweet so uh, so interesting it really is we could talk all day about her i mean you know yeah. 96 years you could just go on and on about this yeah. woman and all the facts but yeah. let's go on to um a dictator that we're <laughs> seeing rise up in our own country we're taking a hard left turn here Ooh, i know we <laughs> wanted to enter in tight, slowly yeah, because <laughs> we're jumping on the Joe Biden crazy show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Woo! This is interesting stuff going on with him, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So like last week, we had a lot of challenges to be able to record. I lost power. We had like literally 30 minutes to record something between our schedules. And we managed to make it happen. And I think, to be honest, it was one of our more powerful opportunities for us to just really hit it and and get out what God had for us. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to talk about this last week and we didn't get a chance to, you know, Joe Biden's speech last week was crazy, crazy, like yeah. demonic yeah. everywhere. I look, I just keep seeing the word demonic oh, in reference to it. Yeah. The, the red lights in the background and yeah. And the Ooh. military stand, they shouldn't have never been there with him like oh, that. My word. You know, and then to yeah. top it off, he, you know, he has 
Sorry, my dog is like coughing or something. I was just going to say, is everything okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, I need to clear my throat. <laughs> I know that wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just looked over. He was having a nap and I guess he's like having a little moment. Um, <laughs> it's real life here, people. It's real life. Real life. <laughs> but he has stated that, you know, the MAGA section of the mm-hmm. Republican Party is a real problem for him. He said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I got to tell y'all, I'm MAGA, and um, I want to see America made a gr- great again. I do. I am. I support MAGA. I support Donald Trump, and uh, yeah, I'm a Trumpster. I'm not going to lie about it. That's who I voted for. That's who I support. When I look at the rallies and what's taking place, thousands and thousands of people are showing out, and he's not even said he's running in 2024. Yeah, he hasn't. It's still a mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I look at that and I still scratch my head and say, yeah, we all know that he didn't lose, you know, but the fact that he, he called us semi-fascists. Yeah. That's dictator talk. Here's the reality of it. He's calling us names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The left are the most compassionate people on the planet earth. They love everybody, but they are the first to point fingers and call names. And they want to deal with the MAGA segment of the Republican Party. They don't like us. They're threatened Mm -hmm. because we speak truth and we stand up for righteousness. So I don't know. What were your thoughts about that speech? I only listened to a few minutes of it. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I felt like he was calling us terrorists. You know, the ones that uh, are standing up for children, not being mutilated. Uh, for this transgender movement and um you know well, i don't even think it's just that though like he didn't he just attacked maga as a whole yeah. you know what i mean it mm-hmm. wasn't even a particular um belief system it was just that the fact that we support making america great mm-hmm. you know patriotic i think it's more the patriotism that he hates you know well he did mention that uh he did mention i will say uh that he did mention biden did mention about uh that the magma are against uh pro abortion he did say that he, he did that say that and that, that. Yeah, and, that, and that right yeah. there uh was a a red flag for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that he we're not a part of that agenda that he wants and that's no, what's yeah. that's what's causing these issues uh, this great divide, if you will. But the thing is, is he's putting it out there and red light, you know, with his red light background and his dark, and you notice how the lights went dark as soon as he started talking, like when him and his wife came out, the lights were on. And then once his wife went away, still went away, then all of a sudden here comes Joe Biden and then the lights go dark. Mm -hmm. And then you could see in the, in the red light, uh, shadows, you see the, soldiers yeah the marines yeah it it was so it was demonic that's yeah, all i can that's, say that's right it was so demonic the setup the the whole stage that this game that they're playing but there's so much demonism that is coming out on the surface all over the place mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. yep. so like Unless you have something else to say about the speech, I was going to just move on to, to another yep. little area. Um, yep. And that is we have a new monkeypox coordinator, um, Dr. Dimitri. I'm not going to even try and say his last name because I cannot pronounce this Greek name. And that's Galaskis. <laughs> yeah, it's blah, 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 blah. definitely Greek. <laughs> it's so Greek. 
Um, this man has a pentagram tattoo on his chest. There's pictures all over. If you look up his name, there are pictures of him everywhere where he is in leathers, um, like leather pants, no shirt, uh, just tattoos everywhere and hanging out at all kinds of homosexual events. Mm. It's evil in our face 24 seven. And this is who the white house Joe Biden has just appointed this guy, the monkeypox coordinator. Well, let's just touch on monkeypox. What community is it hitting in? It hits in the homosexual community. Mm -hmm. Just like when HIV, AIDS, this autoimmune, yes, charge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're just adding a little bit in there, guys. A little bit. But um, it is what's taking place is AIDS. I read this in an article recently that, you know, AIDS is that autoimmune immunodeficiency syndrome is what they called it. Okay. They're trying to downplay this just as much, but that all took place and it really took place heavily in the homosexual community. Yeah. And so this is the same situation here. And who do they have heading it up? Please look up this man, y'all. Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis, D-A-S-K-A-L-A-K-I-S. Just look him up. You'll Mm. understand what I'm talking about. I mean, great representative. It's unbelievable. Like, you can hardly. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And then that takes me to the next demonic thing that they are putting out. And that is a new program. It started uh, last week, August the 25th, I believe it was. And it's called Little Demon on FXX. And that's a Disney produced program. If you have not heard about it, I'm going to give you a really quick brief overview. And the overview of that is that it is a show about a woman named cartoon. Okay. It's a cartoon, a woman named Laura who got pregnant by having sex with the devil himself. She gets pregnant and has a daughter whose name is Chrissy. And Satan wants to control her soul. FYI, Chrissy is also the Antichrist. We're getting Looney Tunes over here with these cartoons. We're getting a little too sick. Danny DeVito is the voice of the devil. Mm. The girl who plays Laura, the Antichrist, sorry, Chrissy, the Antichrist, she is a pagan and a witch. And she's so excited that they're normalizing paganism. The show is geared for 18 to 34 year olds. But let's be real. It's a cartoon. So children will be trying to watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is that going to be on Nickelodeon Night Swim? No, uh, FXX is the channel. It's owned by Disney. So I think you got to have cable to have it. I do not have it. Mm-mm. So, um, but, and I think it's going to be on Disney plus, but they're not promoting it on Disney plus. Oh, wow. But it's still associated with Disney. It's Disney that produced it. Oh, they put it together. Goodness. They're just putting it out on this FXX channel that they have, you know, so they're not, the devil is not just like lurking in the corners, guys. He is out in the open plain sight. Yeah. And the very last thing I'll mention, I'm going to pass this over to Jamie for a couple of minutes, was uh, I saw a video of a Pink Floyd concert recently. And I just 
I was like, whoa. Now, if you know anything about Pink Floyd, they come from an era where they protested against the government. Now, they were protesting against the government at that time for for wrong reasons. It had to do with Vietnam War. But they had a picture up on their Megatron of Joe Biden, and it said war criminal on it. And then it progressed that, that they were saying, meaning the left, that they are good and we are evil. They are good. We are evil. And this, Mm. this is flashing on the screens in there. And Pink Floyd was making a huge statement against the government against what's going on in our government right now. Wow. And uh, of all of the, you know, they said the quiet part outside out loud really is what happened with Pink Floyd. So there's a lot of different things taking place, Mm -hmm. but I believe that the heart of it is demonic. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's interesting because I know you were talking about um, uh, you were talking about the new monkeypox coordinator. Well, we I found out that John Podesta is back, you know, John Podesta is back and he's going to be a part. Biden just signed him on to be the National Climate Task Force. So he's going to be doing the the National Climate Task Force. He's going to be the head of that. And he's replacing former EPA chief Gina McCarthy. So she's going out of the way. So he's coming in September 16th. John Podesta. The pizza game guy. Yeah. Podesta is. There's a whole lot of stuff that surrounds him that's very questionable. Yeah. That has to do with children. Yeah. It's just weird how he's getting on this group together you know, and it's disgusting. Well, know? it's the puppet masters. Cause I don't even believe he is in charge. Yeah. Yeah. The resident. Yeah. He is the puppet and the puppet masters are controlling all of this. And they're saying, this is what we're going to do. He has been their ploy and their plant from the beginning. I believe yeah. that's just me, but yeah, well, there have, yeah. there have been some people standing up. I I'm, I'm telling you, I'm proud of uh, certain women that are standing yeah. up. I'll, I'll bring up briefly one person and I'll bring up the next girl. But uh, Brittany Aldean, that's a um, uh, country rock singer, uh, uh, Jason Aldea's wife. Aldean. She, Aldean, Aldean. And I'm saying right. Aldean. And he she had said, I'd really like she did a tweet and she got in a lot of trouble for this. I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through my tomboy phase. Mm. I love this girly life. Well, she got a lot of flack for that. And uh, even Jason Aldean, his uh, he they, a lot of signers that he had music with. They had signed him off where they're like, you know, we can't we can't deal with you right now because of her comment <laughs> yeah so she's been getting a lot of flack but she's been on a couple of fox news channels speaking uh-huh. up for children's rights which are like that so i'm thankful that we have people like that out yeah. there but one major supergirl that i really have been proud of is marjorie taylor green mtg yeah yeah girlfriend oh my goodness this girl has been swatted i know this has been in the news a couple weeks ago um she had recently filed legislation that would classify providing gender affirming medical care to transgender youth under 18 as a felony. So she, mm. she is, she had filed legislation. Mm-hmm. And so, so she's trying to classify anything under age 18 as a felony and has been heavily promoting the bill 
to the the media and trying to let everybody know about this particular uh, bill that she's trying to do. Um, now, there seems to be a lot going on with that. And because of that, uh, she was swatted. So let me explain what swatting is. Swatting is the act of making hoax and emergency calls that are meant to bring in a SWAT team and emergency personnel uh, to the location. Yeah. So like somebody would call and say, um, you know, this person at this address said they have a bomb and yes. it would cause SWAT to go in. You know, gamers do that. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that Uriah already knew about. He knew yeah. about this with the gaming uh, systems that they will used. call on each other if the other person's winning and say mm-hmm. that they've got a gun and they're shooting people. And then that the SWAT team will come in and raid the house. So this is what happened to Marjorie. Wow. Was this yes. in her Georgia home? Yeah. So this was at her Georgia home in Rome. And uh, so what happened, it was on a Wednesday morning, police officers arrived to um, Green's home. Mm-hmm. And so they received an emergency call reporting that a man was shot five times <laughs> in a bathtub and that a woman was inside the house, possibly in the presence of children. So that's what the situation, that was what the situation was all about right there. So she was swatted on because of this, this call that was made in. Um, and one of the suspects who made the call allegedly told police that uh, the original 911 was made using a computer generated voice, adding that the motive behind it was received uh, to the Congresswoman's statement was received because of the Congresswoman's statement about transgender youth rights and that they they want they were trying to swat her. So we know for a fact that that's so why wait, they let did me it. let me clarify. So basically what you're trying to say is that or not trying to say, but what you're saying is that these people called and placed this fake, you know, situation. Yes to get them to come in because they didn't like what she was trying to do to yes. protect the rights of children that are under the age of 18 exactly. for gender transitional surgeries. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know, that's not okay. She has been a real fighter for justice for mm-hmm. the whole time since, you know, the 2020 election, she's a real rock star in my book. Yeah, I too. think very highly of Marjorie and um, she doesn't back down. And one of the greatest things that I know that she's been doing is she's been fighting to get the January uh, 6th, you know, people released. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them that are not released. Now, I did hear through the grapevine mm-hmm. that Trump stated that if he was reelected, that'd be one of the first things he would do is pardon those folks. Yeah. Mm. So then it makes you say, well, you haven't officially announced it, but you said you'd do this if you're elected. So well, people are going to hold his Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I believe he will do that. I, he's that type of person. He would do that. But I guess the real question is, is oh, does that mean that you are now going to run? But anyways, I, I have a great respect for Marjorie. And, you know, you're talking about some real heavy duty stuff that I know that I don't know if you're familiar with Prager, but Prager comes out of Harvard and they have done transition surgeries on children as young as three and four years old. Mm. 
They're performing, let's put it this way, they're performing hysterectomies on children that are four years old. No. Mm. Why? They can't even vote. They can't even make their own decisions. Why? They can't even decide what they want to eat other than McDonald's. Let's just be real. They they can't. uh, Oh, it's so disgusting. It's so perverted. I can't even. Yeah. Words fail me. Words what are, fail me. It's it's like, what are we creating here? I mean, it's like, you know, if we don't have order for these young kids and keep them straight, like, oh, okay, this is a set meal that I have for you. Like at school, right? Yeah. You have a certain cafeteria food you have to eat. Okay. Yeah. I don't care how you know, individual you are that you want to have a specific type of meal. You don't want a chicken sandwich. Well, too bad. That's what chicken sandwiches today. That's today right. is chicken sandwich day. You don't get to have pizza because there's no pizza today. That's not That's on the right. menu. It's what's yes. on the menu you're going to have. And the problem in our society, I strongly believe this, is that we have just continuously given in and given people what they wanted, even if it wasn't on the menu. Yes. Let's just be real. Exactly. That's what I, I am seeing is like, we're just creating monsters here. We are. It's the have it your way mentality. It's subway mentality. Cause that's what they say. That was the subway slogan. Have it your way. Well, that's what people think. They think that they deserve to have everything their way. And I'm sorry, but that's not how the world works. And that's certainly not how God works within the, the confines of, of biblical principles. It's not going to go down that way. Mm-hmm. And I believe very, very strongly that just as much as those people that are pedophiles and um, human traffickers, that there is a special place in hell for them if they do not seek repentance then it's the same thing for the doctors that perform these surgeries and the parents that condone them. There is, they are going to be held accountable for the innocent little lives that they are destroying. And it's the enemy's job to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his MO. If you guys haven't realized that yet, it's his MO. His MO is to steal, kill, and destroy. Why do you think that he loves abortion? Why do you think that now, it, okay, so abortion has been overturned. So now what are we doing? We're going to destroy genders so that why? So that God's people can no longer continue yeah. to procreate. Yeah. yeah. It's, he's trying to stifle humankind. He's yeah. trying to stifle God's plan with mankind. But, but God is not going to let that happen. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got on my soapbox for a minute. I just get well, really hot about we, these things. This perversion is too much for me. We're, we are in, we, this nation, this world, we're in bad shape spiritually. Amen. You know, our leadership for our nation is promoting abortion, transgender mutilation. It's almost like, it's almost as if we've just been cursed, you know, with the leadership, you know, the leadership is all, it always affects the ones that is leading, mm-hmm. you know, and the Bible makes it very clear what happens when you have poor leadership in a country. It's, it's bad. It, 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 it causes when the righteous increase, the people rejoice, but when the wicked, when the wicked are in power, the people groan. That's right. When the wicked rule. And so yes. I think that there's this groaning for all of us. Magma people. We're groaning right now. We're like, oh, we're in a spiritual battle. We know that's what this is. We're awake, you know? There is a, yeah, there's a heavy spiritual battle and whether you are 
just a Christian or you are a MAGA supporter, I think that the reality is, is that the battle is before us, but we have to remember that he fights our battles for us. Mm-hmm. We have a part to play, but I'm reading right now, I'm doing a, a devotion and I shared a little bit with you about how, how do we respond as Christians to yeah. this stuff that's taking place? So for me to comment all over the place and be hateful about things I do hate. Listen, I hate, I hate sin. Okay. I don't hate the sinner. I hate the sin. I hate the things that are taking place. It really upsets me and it bothers me because it's a spiritual thing. It hits me in my spirit and it, and it makes it the Holy spirit within me is like, enraged because it's wrong, the things that are taking place. But I can't put that out on social media because what am I going to do? Am I going to draw people to Jesus or am I going to push them further away? You're just going to push them away. So we got to learn to draw people to Christ with love, unity, peace. It's not rolling over and playing dead and going along with the stuff. We still stand firm. We still stand up against the things that we don't agree with. We still have a voice, but I don't think that hiding behind our computers or our phones is the place to have those conversations. Yes. I agree with you on that. And I think that the society has made us very detached one from the other. We don't, we can't even, you know, we talk about, we need to have a close relationship with the Lord, but there's a lot of people that can't even have close relationships and friendship and a marriage, family, anything because they're detached. They're so busy on the computer talking to people they can't see and, you know, saying things off the cuff because they can on the computer and they can hide behind the computer. But, but in reality, when they say those things in front of a person, they get hit. Well, that's That's right. That's right. (laughs) And that was one of the things it was like, would you say that to their face? You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't say that to their face. It's it's very, it's not a normal. It, it, what we go through, that's right. Online is not normal. It's not real. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Every app you open that is a social media app, apart from Twitter or um, Truth Social, these two don't have it, but they have filters. You put a filter on and before you know it, you're a cartoon character of yourself or you've mm-hmm. turned into a cat or, you know, I, you can look like a robot. I could name all the different things. You can make yourself look a whole lot more beautiful than you really are. Mm-hmm. catfish them all because it'll put a filter and put makeup on you and lashes and all the jazz mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong those are fun to mess around with it's hilarious to see what i look like with a mustache but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not real yeah. and that's what i'm saying about social media it's not real it's a means and it's a tool that the devil is using to divide this world yes yeah. How many people do you then unfriend when you find out? Like, not you necessarily, Jamie, um, or me, but I know that when people found out I was a Trump, if you want to call me a Trumpster, whatever, call me, I don't care. Um, I wore a Trump hat, you know, 2020. I voted Trump. As soon as people found that out, do you know they unfriended me? Like crazy, like wildfire. Mm -hmm. Or they wanted to fight me. Like they wanted to argue. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, try to convince you otherwise. Yeah. You, try to convince you. Yeah. You're you said you were my friend. Oh, you don't yeah. like the orange man. So now you're not my friend because I voted for him. Yeah. I've never seen politics divide a nation so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a particular person that unfriends people 
I'm not that type of person. I'm like, you know what? If I became your friend, there was a reason why I became your friend and I accepted you for a reason. But I'll notice that like in the past that it's like, oh my goodness, uh, the person unfollowed me. I wonder why. And then you go look on their page and you're like, oh, I see. And it's always a liberal. It's always a liberal. Yeah. It's never a Trump. It's never a a conservative person because I think that we like as conservatives on my, I could speak for myself. I like a good debate. I like to have, yeah, yeah. let's, let's communicate. Let's work together. I, I like that. Well, I want to hear your viewpoint. Help me understand why you view things the way that you do. I'll listen to you. I'll give you an opportunity to say that you might not change my mind, but I will listen. Right. Cause I'm they always willing to, to learn something. That's right. They don't want to listen. And that's just sad. And, and you know, so that takes me to the last thing for me on yeah. this list of what's happening. And that is Sean Foyt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys, you know, I am, I am a huge supporter of Sean Foyt. Um, I believe in his ministry. He's got a movie coming out on nine 29. It's called super spreader, the rise of lettuce worship. It's rated PG 13. I know I've mentioned it before, but it's coming this month. If you can get to an, I know that it's being shown at AMC theaters. I've already found a showtime for, for my theater and I'm planning on going. Um, I'm going to go with our new youth pastor. I just said to her, I was like, you want to go? She was like, yeah. She was like, I'm so going with you. She was like, everything you post, I'm there with you politically. I'm like, yes, I love this girl. So she's going to come with me and we're going to go see super spreader. And, um, it's not to put money in Sean's pocket. It's to understand the battle between good and evil is to understand the battle that is taking place in our nation and why we should fight for our freedom to worship. Right. That's right. what this is. And this has footage. I believe it's PG 13, if I remember correctly, but it has footage in it where there, the left is cussing. BLM is cussing. Antifa cusses. There are F bombs in it. It is not coming from Sean's side, but that is in there because that's mm-hmm. really what has taken place. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if you are going to be offended by that kind of stuff, then maybe don't go see it. But for me, I want to see the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. roll out in these theaters. I want to see what God has done. You know, Sean has done worship at Bethel out in California. And Bethel is one of the churches that fought the state of California to be able to worship during 2020 lockdowns. And they won. Okay. They won, which means yes, amen. that in the state of California, they can never, ever shut a church down again they must allow them to remain open no matter what takes place. Yeah. So anyways, I say, go see that movie. That's kind I of all see that it. I have happening. You got anything else, girl? I That's it. I mean, there's, this has been a power packed uh, session uh, episode. Sure I should say there's been a lot of, lot of information that's come out and we haven't done it of what's happening in a while, Yeah. but man, there's, there has been a lot. So we definitely wanted to share this with you guys today. And God's on the move, guys. You know, freedom is coming. God is on the move. And just just hold hold steady. That's all we can say. Hold steady and continue to fight for freedom in the right way. The that's right. right. Way. Yeah, so. wrangle in that freedom. Wrangle it in. Wrangle. And I'm telling you, it's the word of God that's going to help us get through all this. It's going to, it's, he's what's going to sustain us through that's all right. this madness. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Get in the word. All right, guys. We love it. Wrangle it out. Wrangle, wrangle. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. 
That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.